Welcome, all of my cripplings. I'm giving it a try. I'm giving the nickname a try tonight. Cripplings. If you guys don't like it, that's fine. We'll, we'll find a new one, I'm sure. But welcome to Paranormal Umbrella. And tonight we are continuing There Be Giants. Urgh. I sound like a pirate every time I do that. I love that. <laughs> and... Let me tell you, this rabbit hole just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And we just don't know where to begin tonight. Like, I remember where we left off. Okay, we were talking about the (laughs) cradle and how Bigfoot was left as a guardian of, you know, humanity and the the portals to inner earth and all that stuff. But guess what? Guess what? There's more. Okay. Oh, there's so much more. (laughs) It gets worse. (laughs) Like... You know how I say stop baking my noodle because she's because she's going to do it. Kellick always finds a way to bake our noodles, right? Well, tonight it's going to be like a lasagna because there's layers. There's layers of noodles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so man. Lasagna. <laughs> it's, my brain is already fried. It's already fried from the information that we were taking in today and just from the, the smidgen that Kellick was filling me in on because I had some running around to do today. Um, but she read deeper into those, I believe it was what, 22 books? Um, I, I don't books, honestly but- know how many books. Actually, I can tell you real quick. I haven't actually made it to the end. so um, No, she has on chapter 14. And just to let you know, your homegirl here didn't make it past chapter 2. Okay, I got like, I got like 21 chapters. Yeah, there you go. I got like two pages in a chapter two, like three weeks ago. And then, bam, forgot what I was doing and went and did other things. Squirrel, you know, (laughs) had a shiny moment. Oh, let me tell you, (laughs) this is not the easiest stuff to read. I'm not even going to lie. Like, there are so many... There are so many crazy names and it's so dry, many different. Uh, it's it's dry. It, it's not and the no explanation. You're just thrown into this, and let me tell you about being thrown into stuff. Okay, these books <laughs> like got into chapter fourteen. That's how deep she has gone so far, way past me, and she's gotten to this point where it's starting to explain why humanity was wiped out. Now, do you mm-hmm. remember we were talking about the five types of giants, right? And there were three groups of giants that were good and wonderful, who, you know, helped humanity and wanted to see them prosper, were teaching them medicines, and um, and, and as we have recently found out, because she was a trooper and went to chapter 14, um, <laughs> I couldn't do it, y'all. I couldn't. I couldn't make my brain do it. But I she kept going. <laughs> she does play it. And I'm going to give her a gold I'm giving her a gold Because she's, she's giving me the cliff notes, okay? So that's how I'm keeping up here. Because she's like summarizing cliff notes for my my ADHD brain. Because it couldn't, it couldn't make it too far. It just kind of stopped. But as we have found out from her trooping... And pushing through these real dry chronicles now (laughs) that that these giants were basically, you know, we talked about there were the lords, right? And the Mm -hmm. lordships 
Well, these giants were above the lords. They were in between the lords and guess what? Angels. Mm-hmm. And then above the yep. angels were these, if I'm remembering correctly, because I had to take in, I had to soak in a lot of information today, guys. So it may be bass accurate here. I'm not sure, but I, just try to keep up with me. So then there was like the angels and then above the angels were gods that were sent to different regions of the earth. Okay. Well, let's just... <laughs> I, no, no, they, no, no, they, no, no, you're going to go on a tangent. Don't do it yet. <laughs> yet. Can't do that. I'm pointing at my, my laptop screen right now, right at your, right at your little cute little cartoon icon. I'm pointing at it. Stop. Hold on. We're getting there. All right. Go ahead. Let me give you the basic first before you decide to start making us into lasagna. Okay. So anyway, she's, she's chomping at the big call. She's like right there. She knows what she wants to do. So anyway, so as I was saying, these gods were sent to different regions. Okay. Of the earth. And it's named in these books that were supposedly these 22 books that of, of the war or 21 books of the war, the three earth wars and all that stuff, as we previously discussed. Okay. And Osiris is in these chapters. So you, mm-hmm. there's Osiris and then you've got, um, you've got Baal. F- yeah. Baal, Baal, depending on Baal. how you pronounce it. Right. You've got, um, gosh, there's, there's a couple others that, but it's all different. But the whole point is, the whole the gist of it. What I'm what I'm trying to say is that each region had a god and goddess that was assigned to its region, and then there was this one guy who was just like, kind of like managing them. Okay, and I call them the the managers and the district managers of Earth, and I'm going to tell you why <laughs> because the Great Spirit. Whom is still spoken of by the First Nation peoples of the the Earth, okay? Was just like, so I created this thing, right? But I can't stick around. So I'm going to go look at my other universes and I'm going to, I'm just going to leave this in y'all's hands in the, the manager and district managers here. You're going to do this and you're supposed to make sure the humans, us, learn how to do all of this cool stuff. But focus on the soul, the spirit. Okay. And they were called what? Uh, they were called the Yehovah. Yeah. They were the Yehovah to teach the humans who ended up having a name. What was it? I call them faithies. That's how I remembered it was faithies. <laughs> but that's not really the, the word for them. They were actually called faithists. Uh, and... It was based on the faith in the great spirit, uh, the all light or unseen person of ever presence. So that is where they put their faith, hence faithists. And they were kind of these spiritual leaders, but it went so much deeper than that. Like, you keep doing your thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just think of them as priests okay it's like yeah, I, we've got Kellick over here who's got the, literally the handbook okay so she knows what every all the technical terms and how everything came about all right me on the other hand i'm just breaking it down into common sense you know common words verbiage 
priests. We got these priests and priestesses who were like monks, okay? Their whole purpose was to focus on the soul and what makes the soul better, right? And they were learning from these Jehovah, Jehovah meaning more than one. I know you guys are seeing the correlation here, Jehovah, Jehovah. You see what I'm saying here? Uh-huh. Noodle. Use your noodle. Just keep following with me. Follow. Just follow. So the Jehovah were teaching the uh, faithies, okay? <laughs> like, okay, so you're going to go through two years of poverty. So you're going to learn that what's, like, worth it in life. You know, you're going to learn that this is good and this is bad, and you're going to appreciate all of the things that you get. So you're going to be naked, you're going to be cold, you can be living out on the street, and you're going to have to beg for shit, okay? And that's what they did. They were begging for stuff for like two, one to two years is what they had to do before they can move up in the ranks, right? So the faithies are being taught by the Jehovah on how to focus on their spirituality and the, the better development of the human soul. In the meantime, we have the giants and there is a city that still stands today, and if you click the link above our heads, the solo link, and you go and join us on Discord, you'll be able to see it because we're going to be posting them tonight. It's called Bashan, Bushan, B-A-S, mm-hmm. yeah, spell it, spell it for it. B-A-S-H-A-N. Yeah, It's Bashan. in southern Syria, and it kind of borders, uh, it's kind of in the region between... Or Syria, India, uh, Russia, kind of like that, the general kind of borderline area. It's a really, really mountainous region. But it is crazy how like the the city still stands even today, 4,000 years later. It stands Mm -hmm. as if it was built yesterday. And that's saying a lot because you've got like ancient Roman structures. I've been to Rome. I've seen it. Like I've seen the Colosseum. I've seen all of the old buildings and the old walls. I've stood at the South Gate where um, Paul came riding through into Rome where he – like I went to Paul's prison where he was – from the Bible where he was uh, – wrote like the Corinthians and all of that. Like there is – a lot of um, buildings and you know just architecture structures. That, well, yeah, while it has been pretty well preserved for the most part. I mean, it's been two thousand years. You can expect to see some wear and tear, but like mm-hmm. these places are as if they were built yesterday. Like the doors are still on their. Like swinging on their doorways, yeah. Like mm-hmm. even the the window shutters are still in place. Roofs haven't still caved intact. in. Yeah, and this was a city built and designed for giants. Like the doorway itself, just the front door, is nine feet tall, made of basalt, and it is eleven inches thick. Now, that is almost a foot thick for just a front door. And then when you get in, when you get inside, the ceilings are between 15 and 20 feet high and everything it this is imagine like giants, right? Roaming the earth, doing all this and that. And then you've got these cities and this is like 
where they live. This is their like everyday life. Not in the not in the armies and you know killing and eating people because they did that too. Uh, but like all of, besides all of the crazy stuff that they did, this is like where they slept and where they went to the bathroom and like like this was their daily life. Yeah. And it's still there today. Like, assuming it was in a location where, you know, it was safe to visit, you could literally go there and visit right now mm-hmm. and see these buildings still standing just like they did 4,000 years ago. Yeah, it was that Porter it, guy who went and looked at this, right? Yeah, uh, it was... Uh, let me see. Let me get back to it. <laughs> um, you don't Reverend understand, Ch- guys. She's got so many tabs open, okay? When oh, we yeah. do this, when we do this, I've read my share, okay? I have read the articles. I skimmed over things. I watch YouTube videos because I'm more of a visual learning. That's how I end up, like, you know, retaining some stuff. But... uh her, she, on the other hand, Kellick, on the other hand, she's she's got like 15, 20 tabs open. And then she's got to scroll <laughs> through all of this <laughs> to find, you know, she's been doing this for, for days. Okay. Me, on the other oh, hand, yeah. I'm just like, I got this. I know what I'm talking about. I can sum this up. I can give them the cliff notes. You know, I got this girl. <laughs> but she's just like, nah, we're going to go in depth. I've got 15 details. tabs open. <laughs> we will do the details immediately. <laughs> holy rested metal batman that's all i'm saying like she's got it all so did you did you find it it was reverend jl porter j oh yeah that guy this guy went and saw uh bashan the giant yeah he traveled there in 1877 and basically walked through the houses you know pushed open the doors which these these doors are heavy, like tons heavy, but they were balanced so perfectly that like you can just push them open. And he walked into their houses. He walked into their bedrooms where they slept. Like everything is still there. It was as if like they just up and abandoned the city overnight. And mm-hmm. there's actually multiple cities in this area that were all inhabited by giants. But as of... 3,000 years ago, they were just vanished, wiped off the face of the earth. Just poof. Poofed. Poofed. Yeah. They poofed. And, and this, this is, is what, like, hold on. This like, is what gets me about them poofing, right? From their city of, of Bashan, which is left in pristine condition. Like, they had a role. Okay, these giants had roles. The five types of giants had roles in the whole hierarchy of things. They were created for a purpose, not just to help teach humanity, but also to the two other types, which we covered on the first half of There Be Giants. There were the we had the five types, three of them were really good, and then he had the two tribes that were just like buttheads. They were buttholes, uh-huh. they were cannibalistic eating people that was their purpose right we just found that out today by the way their purpose was to be buttheads and you know douche canoes i can say douche canoe because it's not actually (laughs) a a bad word so anyway so that was their purpose on the planet was to punish 
humans, humanity, and of and the other giants too. By the way, that even right. the helpful ones, even the ones that were just like, "I'm Switzerland, I'm not going to help anybody unless I feel like it." So all of them were regulated by these two really butt heady evil tribes that were eating everybody, everybody, other giants too. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. They eventually started turning on each other and, you know, cannibalizing each other. And it was just, it was a bad time to be alive around there. There was a whole war so, about it. They had a whole war about okay. it. That was the third war, oh, the third earth the, war. Oh yeah. And this wasn't just a war. This was like wiping, this was wiping a people off of the face of the earth. And mm-hmm. okay. So talking about, um, Bashan, the ruler there was Ashtaroth Karnim or Karnim. And Ashtaroth was actually one of these, like, they were a giant. But in addition to that, they were also like part of the angelic or fallen angel hosts. And okay, so <laughs> should I get into it? <laughs> <laughs> this is a, that's a okay, word that I. It, it's a bag of crazy that once the bat, the cat's out, like you can't, I can't get it back it's in. It's out. It's all the way out. Like it's all the way out. Out. Okay. So the okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase because she's gonna get really super excited and then she's gonna go on a tangent and we're never gonna get back to the giants. <laughs> and I've already told her we're gonna have to make a part three just so that she can cover everything that she found today between chapter two and 14. Um, anyway, so <laughs> angels, right? Angels from the great spirit. Guess what? According to these books, uh, chapters, um, using air quotes here, you can't see me, but they're there. Um, we're born of the earth, our planet. Right. So angels weren't being created up in the universe, up in heaven, you know, in, in a heavenly body. They were being created like, you know, how they say that Adam and Eve were created or how Adam was created. They were created from the earth. Now, whether they were created from like dirt or they were created from the middle of the earth, like the center of the earth and came out from that, we don't know yet because we haven't made it into the 21st chapter. (laughs) Haven't gotten to the end yet. Haven't gotten to the end yet. They were basically talking about how the earth is fruitful enough to supply the heavenly realms with millions of angels over the next several million years, like millions of years worth of angels that they, that the earth can supply. And it's crazy because it's like, how, where do, where are these coming from? Like, how is that a thing? Like, I, is it, mother earth that's birthing them like are they celestial beings or are they more so like humans where adam was made from the dirt and you know god breathed life into him and that kind of thing like how all that transpires i don't know i haven't gotten there yet but supposedly that's kind of what happened so mm-hmm. and there's and there's a lot of like political stuff like and when I say political I don't mean like the um earthly cities and stuff yeah yeah no I don't I don't mean like that I mean like the political the politics of heaven and earth and 
like who's ruling what dominions and like it, it's insane. Yeah. Like it reads that it seriously reads like really, really dry science fiction. <laughs> As if yeah, the Bible and science fiction had a baby. That's what this is. And like. then, and, yeah, and then you get this, and and of course we like we always do. We will link it in our Discord so that you guys can read it, and if you choose to, and come to your own conclusions, do your own research. We are we're always going to you know encourage Absolutely. that. But so in the in this thing, you we got we got the angels right, and then the angels are like, what's up, humans? What's going on? Bounce, and now they got babies. <laughs> and then the babies were big babies. We got giant babies, which, you know, are the Nephilim, which is one of the five types of giants. They so, were one of the baddies. They were one of the baddies. I'm, I'm sorry to say it. The Nephilim were bad. They were not good giant peoples. And so, yeah, so we got the angels, right? And then we got the, the Jehovah. And the gods and goddesses of each region that were basically like managers of the region, you know. And, and then, then the we lords had and lordesses below them, right? But but now we're getting to this part: the guy who took over it all, the guy who was who met foul play, who was uh, bamboozled, so to speak. <laughs> he was talked into doing some some sketchy stuff and ended up you know he he's like lording over all that he's the district manager of earth i'm gonna put it that way this is how i categorized everything today so that i could remember how it all worked yeah so this district manager of earth okay decided i'm going to unseat the great spirit while she ain't here Okay, while she's floating off, checking on all of her other little universes. And he was talked into doing it by who? This is a fun Satan. 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 Like (laughs) the main (laughs) big daddy. He was just like, hey, you know what? You need to do this. Like, if you do this, you can rule it all. Kind of like what he did, what he tried to do with Jesus, where he took him up to the mountaintop and was like, this can all be yours. Just Simba. Everything the light touches is yours, Simba. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And like, so. Can't pass up a Lion King reference. (laughs) I'm sorry, go ahead. Let me. I know you keep trying to get it out and I keep like interrupting you, but yeah, (laughs) you know, yeah, that's the guy. And he basically told a new Hassage, listen, you need to do this because if you do this, you'll be Lord over all. You'll be Lord over everything, heaven and earth, the splendor of all, it'll be yours. And so he's like, yeah, you think, all right, what do I, what do I need to do? And he's like, you need to go through these steps and you need to systematically um, work your way in and infiltrate each department. And basically you need to spend as much time as it takes to get there. Doesn't matter. Just take take your time, do what it needs to be done. And after a hundred or 200 or a thousand years, you'll be it. Like you will be head honcho King of Kings, Lord of Lords, creator of all, like you will be it. And so this guy's like, all right. 
He's like, all right, I'm feeling this. I can do this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he did. And after like, after like a thousand years, he's sitting at, you know, the main seat going, all right, I got this. And then he appoints these lower gods and goddesses um, like Osiris and Baal, uh, appointing them as gods and goddesses of the earth. And they would have dominions and kingdoms and they would rule and they would subjugate and basically like own the world kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they kind of did it. Like they they got away with it, and for a really long time, they right. yeah they were doing it, and they rolled. This book goes into all of that, and those faithists, those faith in the great spirit, those believers, they were systematically hunted down and killed. They were persecuted. And- this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry because you were doing great. You were doing good. But this is the part that that bait one layer of my my noggin lasagna. Okay. <laughs> this is where I went. Excuse me. Hold on. Wait a minute. What's the reason? But what is the what's the purpose? Because if you read these and if you go through the story, which just the cliff notes, by the way, took me like two hours. So. <laughs> The, and it felt like two hours. It was probably like more like an hour and 15 minutes or something. But, you know, time is relevant. Anyway, so in it, it makes like a figure eight. Okay. This was like the it's fifth. The snake eating its tail. It is. Ragnarok. Uh, what, what were they? <laughs> the, the, uh, the faithies. The faithies were like the fifth what? The fifth level or the fifth round, I okay. guess, of humanity. So- yeah, there were uh, there were previous um, cycles of you know, I guess technology. Humanity. Pre- yeah, yeah, technology. Yeah. Like you know how we are right now, where we got it was like, like cell development. phones, and, right? Human development. We got the, the human development. We've got the cell phones. We've got all of these things. So, it, but it was like not the same as what we are today. They went a little further. You know how they claim like Atlantis is like was so technologically advanced that it kind of like right ate itself and and okay so basically talking about atlantis here you've got atlantis being part of that older age now all of this supposedly took place around just after the time of abraham so this would have been about 4500 years or so and now while that seems like a really long time ago, then you get into all these other like historical events uh, going back 10,000, 12,000 years. Uh, and like Teotihuacan was supposed to be like 12,000 years ago and all of these different, you know, mm-hmm. places around the world are really, really old. And they were part of that previous age. And, well, the the other previous previous age. So they were from the age of Osiris, and mm-hmm. each of these ages has a name. I don't know all of them. I just know that that one was Osiris because it was mentioned in the book. And mm-hmm. basically, during that time, humanity had developed in a way that they were able to make megalithic structures, and they were able to. Well, here, 
let's just put it this way, because I have the chapter <laughs> up. Does anybody want to hear? Of course it? you do. Of course you have the chapter up. Of course you do. All right. Do the. Do, go ahead. It's, I, I want right. you guys. It's dry. It is dry. It's like I'm it's sorry. like eating saltine crackers, and you don't have anything to like. <laughs> you don't have like milk or juice, or you don't even have dip. You don't even have dip um, for your saltine crackers. You're just stuffing your so, your mouth full of it. But you already perfect. covered the. <laughs> The main thing about the first degree, about, you know, the selflessness, living, putting yourself into poverty and taking care of others, collecting alms, you know, all of that. So you covered that one pretty well. Appreciate what you have kind of a thing. Yeah. Exactly. But then the second degree, the now these are degrees in kind of a a spiritual awakening. So it's the degrees of the soul. And the second degree taught people that of the great spirit, his secret names, uh, and then taught how, um, like how to rest in happiness forever, kind of thing. Like how to live happily, happily, how to yeah. live a happy life, and to find. And they lasted for like seven. Didn't it last for like seven hundred years? There was like no wars or battles or anything on Earth for like seven hundred like, years. I think it was around like 200, but still like, whatever, the, you know, it's, it was a long that, time. <laughs> right. Well, for humanity, absolutely. For humanity, because- for humanity to not have a conflict or a battle or war or, you know, or a simple, I'm going to step on your foot. N- nothing. Right. 200 years like, is, a, is a long time. Right. This was peace and prosperity for the entire planet. This was world peace. You know, like it, it was a legit thing, be. but it was, <laughs> but yeah, like, so once they did that, um, Peace, love and chicken they, <laughs> they gave their, they gave to the poor, they did all that. And then they learned, um, I'll start reading. This is the third degree. They taught the dominion. They taught the dominions of God and the Lord's and the place of their abidings and the irrespective labors in heaven. And the members must learn the names of God or God's Lord or Lord's and Devan laws, which the Devan laws are from chapter one. And it's basically the laws that regulate the universe. Just paraphrasing. Yeah, and the there. seven to 11 Lords who come back every 40, 30, 20 and something right. on, on years to to redo everything in humanity, which we covered in in part one, guys. So keep going. It's dry as the Sahara. <laughs> uh, keep words going. of salutation, anthems, the prayers, praise, uh, positions, utterance, all of that stuff. Anyway, um, so that was like the third degree. They were learning the rituals, the rites, how like the words to use. They were learning how to do it. And then the fourth degree taught the arrangements of heaven, the places of the sun and the stars and the moon, the places and grades of the unseen worlds, the spiritual realms, the other dimensions, universes, the localities of the lower and higher heavens, the places and dominions of false lords and false gods, places of Hada and hells, uh, familiar spirits, um, both harmless and destructive vampires that live on mortals and in swine and cattle that induce mortals to eat, eat the flesh food for that purpose, 
the key to the place of the North Star, the position of the Earth's vortex, the vortexes that move the corporeal... Yeah, that move the corporeal worlds, plural, and hold Mm -hmm. them in place and rule the buildings and temple or and the rules for building temples and pyramids with their spirit chambers okay so spirit chambers that means that the great pyramids they weren't tombs they they the sarcophagus never held bodies they never held mummies they were never they weren't for that purpose they were nope, spirit they were, chambers they were spirit chambers kind of like a church it's kind of like and here's here's what's really crazy. Okay, Napoleon Bonaparte himself went to Again. the Great Pyramid. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I, I want you to keep going on that, but I also want y'all to to realize. Do you know how many times Napoleon Bonaparte and his family, like his crazy brother, have been involved in cryptid and paranormal stuff? Have you noticed right? that? Like I'm He's just noticing. Stuff. They've seen some <laughs> shiz. Okay, I don't ha- and I don't understand. How do they end up being there at the right time? You know what I mean? Like I don't you know. got the brother who was going. He was in the United States. Who was going after we covered this Wednesday mm-hmm. night? He was going after the Jersey Devil. Went hunting and boop, there's the Jersey Devil. Where didn't like Napoleon also have like a Bigfoot encounter or something? Uh, you know I don't know actually. But I think it was him this, or his brother. In this particular occasion, what he did was he went – this was when like he was going through Egypt and he was like, all right, the Great Pyramid. That's awesome. I want to spend the night in it. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, are you sure you want to do that? And he was like, yeah, I'm doing it. I, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to lay in the sarcophagus and I'm spending the night. And he did it alone, completely alone. And literally, he walked out of that chamber the next morning, white as a sheet, and was like, I'm never doing that again. And that was it. That was it. Everybody's like, what happened? What did you see? What did you do? And he was like, I'm not talking about it. I'm not talking about it. I can't can't do it. Can't. Uh, <laughs> and you guys, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. This dude here anymore. was... <laughs> This dude was scared off his ass from whatever it is that he saw. It scared the living shite out of him. And I mean, he's like, a little man. Right? But he's got big attitude. Hence the Napoleon complex. And this right. dude I'm out of tea, was said. <laughs> this dude was terrified. And can I tell you, he kept that secret till the day he died. He would not tell a living soul what he saw. Of course he did. Would, of course he would do that. That insane. Like, so, okay, like this, maybe maybe so it was one of the, the giants that like were just living in there or something, you know, or one of the Jehovah that was in there. It was just like, I'm gonna tell I'm you think, I'm gonna answer I'm your question. He met a, I think he met a Jehovah. I, I I do. Yeah. Because th- this was a spirit chamber. And we either he left and went astral projection out into the cosmos or something came to him. Either way, it scared the bejeebas out of him. And he was like, never again. So da- that was, doubt it. So all of that was based on this fourth degree of knowledge. Okay. 
And this was like, these are the secrets of like the universe kind of thing. The, the vortex of the planet and how the corporeal worlds move in their places. And like, this is next level stuff. And then that's not even the last degree. The last degree is the fifth degree. Now get this. This is five degrees of separation. This is bonkers. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we could link Napoleon to Kevin Bacon somehow. I'm sure. Oh, I bet you we could. Oh yeah. Five degrees of separation. Let's see. I'm gonna have to look at now. So with this fifth degree, they reached the secret of life in the flesh power of will and how to use it far and near how to rule over others without their knowing it to cast spells to enter the prophetic state to estimate numbers without counting to find proportions and distance without measuring to forecast the time of things to find the weight of things without weighing them to find the power of the capstan which I'm not sure what that is maybe somebody else knows there's lots of um, maths in that. Yeah, before it's made. And of the lever and the screw to find the friction of things before they were moved in order to Sign. know the amount of Right, in order to know the amount of power required to move it. The fifth degree was called the degree of prophecy, and the place of initiation was called the college of prophecy. So like oh, and then there's this. In this degree, the angels came in Sargas, which was a temple, and taught these things orally, like face-to-face, physical form, to the mortals, initiating them into this, like, this learning, like this knowledge in school. But no one could take the fifth degree without having become proficient in all the four previous degrees and without the recommendation of the rabbah or priest who had charge of the college. So basically the headmaster had to be like, okay, you can do it. Okay. And this, everybody, is where the bad juju comes in. This is where the bad oh, yeah. juju happens. Because when you remember when we were first start, started talking about all this, when that J guy, because I can't pronounce his name, so I'm just going to call him J. So the <laughs> J guy who was like, I'm the manager, the district manager, and I just decided that I'm going to, you know, make myself God. And everybody else was like, yeah, dude, okay, that's great. It works out for all of us. Woo-hoo. We got your back, so, man. Go for it. Go you for can, it. You can, do- <laughs> you can do it. Anyway, so he does it. And they're ruling, right? Well, this is where all the bad juju comes in because he decides, you know what? Those faithies, those faithy guys, they're, they be knowing a little too much. And they're tied to the the great spirit. That's got to go because I'm head honcho now. I'm the big guy. And now for me, for me to be God of gods and king of kings and Lord of lords and all of this, you guys have to worship me. But if you know too much, then, well, you're not going to worship me. So you got to die. You got to go. And enter giants. That's yep. <laughs> because Baal and uh, Osiris and um, Ashtaroth and all of these other god kings that physically ruled on earth who were giants and their children were the Nephilim. 
Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of them were like, okay, we'll do it. We'll system- systematically wipe out an entire human race. Why not? Sure. They Why know not? too much anyway. Sure. Okay. And then here's, here, I got, hold on. We got to go into the theory. There's a theory with this. Okay. So you know how the first nations, well, remember how we, we were talking about the great spirit, right? The first mm-hmm. nations, meaning like uh, the natives, the people who were originally in the place of the land thing. Okay. They were there first on the land mass. Those guys. Okay. M- Mexico, North America, Canada, all of those places. They all still worship and speak about and go the about great. with the great spirit. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, and they do still speak about the gods, the god kings, the goddesses that were ruling under the great spirit. They still, to this day, thank the universe, mm-hmm. still uh, speak about that. They still have oral traditions. They still have their religion that somehow, thank the universe, <laughs> made it this far. Okay. And here's the, our, th- our theory is that they are the original faithists that basically when they were being hunted down and, you know, exterminated, everybody was out. like, they, because there's, you know, legends and myths of the First Nation that talk about them going into the earth and coming out of the earth. Right. Which we have spoke about that on the inner earth. Yeah. So they go in. So our guy Bigfoot, right? Because we talked about this in the first <laughs> one. Our guy Bigfoot was just like, hey, let's go. Lego, follow me. And they go into the inner earth, which they do talk about mm-hmm. how they were put, they were hidden into in the inner earth. And they only emerged like. Years and years and years later. And then some of them chose to go back into the inner earth while others stayed. And I think it's in Mexico or New Mexico, if I'm remembering correctly. I can't can't remember that far back. I've slept since then. Um, (laughs) They would stand on the highest point of their village. Their elders were. They would stand on the highest point of their village where it would be a plateau or a cliff or a rooftop wherever the highest point was, and they would face a direction. I can't remember if it was west or northwest. It was west. They would face west to watch for the boats or their ancestors coming back over the horizon to come and get them and fetch them back to the inner earth. And so that's our theory. That's our theory. I know it's a crazy theory, but it's just a theory based off of these books, based off of all of the information we've been collecting so far. That is our theory. Right. That they and inner earth for a little while so that they wouldn't die. When you listen to like their teachings and stuff, they talk about the great spirit, they're prophets, they prophesy, they they use plant medicine for healing. They they are they basically are in one of those levels of those, you know, the faithist rights and like they're on stage three kind of thing. And it's kind of nuts. It, whether or not this is actually fact or not, I, I mean, it's a speculation. It's, it's a theory, but I mean, what if, what if these first theory, 
Oh, oh yeah. And to <gasps> go along with <laughs> to go along with the giant theory, um, you had all of the First Nation people who they were they would war with each other. I mean, um, like different nations against different nations and whatnot. They had their battles, they had their wars. But right, one right. thing that they had one thing that they had common ground was the giants have gotta go. And they band yeah. together. This was later on, but they band together, tribe with tribe, yeah. Yeah. and they systematically wiped out the giants in America. Yep. They were like, and if we don't do this now, they are going to eat us all. See, do you see how this theory works out? Like, I mean, it all mm-hmm. connects, right? It all bridges together. It all bridges together. And I think it makes perfect sense. I mean, what do you think, Kelly? Yeah. Oh, it I makes perfect so. sense. I mean, you've got an inner earth. You've got a people that travels to the inner earth seeking shelter from persecution. They come back out and there's still giants roaming around. They're like, we got to we gotta get this stuff together and uh, get our stuff mm-hmm. together and wipe these guys out or they're going to eat us mm-hmm. all. So then they cleanse the you know, the North America of giants and mm-hmm. there's a handful that kind of, they still remained up until even the 16, 1700s, all the way close to actually, you know, in terms of like uh, the Americas, the last recorded, I think was like in the 17 or 1800s, early mm-hmm. 1800s. Mm-hmm. But as far as like seeing them living, like not just in burial mounds, but like actually living. So, yep. so a few of them, I'm guessing the more um, benevolent ones, like the, the less evil ones were allowed to live. Maybe. I don't know if they were like, hold up, don't kill me. I'll, I'll live with the tribe. I'll eat deer meat. I won't eat human. I'm good. Like, just I'll help grow crops. I'll do what you need to do. Just give me a place to live, man. Don't kill me. I'll anything. Just don't kill. <laughs> Hands up. Look, and I'm- <laughs> believe it or not, one of those guys was actually in one of the original First Nation groups down in Alabama. So, mm-hmm. I mean, along the Gulf Coast. And as far yeah. as I know, there was actually an entire village that whether like they mingled together and had babies, uh, but a lot of the villagers <laughs> were also giants to a point, yeah, not as big as like that one giant, but they were all large in stature. So, right. Yeah. What some people would consider giantism, which is right. an actual thing, but when most people would consider seven, giantism eight, because they were kind seven of, to eight tall so and didn't stop growing kind of a thing but yeah so that's her theory but here's where my here's where you know my noggin becomes noggin lasagna okay i'm baking my noodles here and this is where we're baking all your noodles because we were talking about how earlier how it's like a figure eight like a snake eating his tail right Uh they would get to a point in humanity hence the three earth wars that are spoken about where they were like, y'all are eating yourselves alive. Y'all are y'all know too much, and you've gotten to the point to where this is not productive. 
And uh-huh. then the manager and the district manager, you know, the gods, goddesses, lords, lords, and all that stuff, they decided they would be like, all right, now we got to shut it down. Shut it down. We failed. We're going to have to do this experiment all over again. And they would wipe out humanity. Hence the, yep. the theories of Egypt being more technologically advanced than we give them credit for, or Atlantis that's mm-hmm. under the water. Which, by the way, is um, they've actually been talking about it. It's They may have actually found Atlantis, just FYI, for those who are interested. They may have actually found Atlantis in the Rikot structure um, in the Sahara Desert. It's called the Eye of the Sahara. You can look it up on Google Earth. It's insane. So yeah, um, yeah, they really found structures stuff. there. So this is where this I mean, is where my noodles baked, though. Okay, as you were saying, I know you want to talk about Atlantis like real bad. I, I can know. hear it in your voice. <laughs> real bad, but Hunter, that is another podcast. We yeah, need to I know. To <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like, like I'm hurting a ferret here. Pet, <laughs> <laughs> you're a ferret at this point. You're you're a noodle of happiness. It's just like, but wait, there's more behind this sock. Look, it's a sock. No, we can't talk about the sock. We have to talk about what's behind the sock. <laughs> so back. To the- <laughs> I, I could go on it. Like, this is this is my passion in life. So like, I read this stuff for fun. Like literally, I read this stuff to like. This is what I do instead of looking at YouTube videos of cats. I read this stuff. So yeah. Days, I get excited. Y'all. She, you go on for days. She gets real, real super excited. It's adorable and I love it. But we need to stick to the thing here, okay? So the circle, the the okay. figure eight takes us. Yeah, okay. Keep paying attention. Pay attention. So we get to that part where it bakes our noodle. Why do they keep doing it over and over and over again? And if the purpose of the faithies was to Usher in not even not just soul progression, but physical and mental progression for the human race. Why did they keep like, you know, starting over again when they would reach the pinnacle of that? And this is where I was just like, I don't understand the point. I don't understand the reason. And then we found in this chapter that it was a usurping. It was basically, they weren't, it wasn't that humanity was reaching the pinnacle or that they were getting to the point where they were eating themselves. It was basically these God Kings, you know, the ones who use the usurper, you know, Mm -hmm. and the Nephilim that were just like, well, we can't have them remembering there's a great spirit. We can't have them remembering that we weren't the ones who were originally created them, that we were just here to watch over them. We need them to worship us. So Uh they were basically like, well, guys tap dancing on the stage like, hey, yeah, great spirit. Everything's great. Behind him, (laughs) you know, behind the scenes, great genocide right everything was being and wiped out so that the great spirit would be wiped out and they could take over earth and everything would be fine to deity now i will that say a- that 
I do need to compare and contrast because uh, the Sumerian texts, those like the Epic of Gilgamesh and all of that, they've got a tablet called the Tablet of the Kings and or the King's Tablet or whatever. And that actually has all the names of all the rulers that ruled Sumeria and all the time beforehand for hundreds of thousands of years. Now, each of these Sumerian kings who were supposed to be god kings based on Sumerian mythology, these mm-hmm. god kings would live anywhere from 50 to 100,000 years and have dynasties all of their own. So I got to compare and contrast to see if any of those names uh, have any kind of similarities to these names and kind of see, okay, are these the god kings of the Sumerians? Because if they are, that would make total sense. And that would kind of indicate, because based on Sumerian mythology, they came from outer space. Like, you've got, um, what's his face? The sleeping prophet. Uh, Can't remember his name. I can't remember his name, but why trying to remember him this is where my noodle was baked again and where i got a little confused because i was like were angels aliens and that's what they called them was angels and then you have the whole thing where no angels were you know developed in earth they were birthed on earth and then ascended so now it's kind of are they and this thing goes Right. And then you've got this book here. Okay. For the record, this book is called The Book of Wars Against Yehovah. Now, in this book, they talk about the quote unquote angels being taken by the Yehovah and actually ushered, like married to them. They get married and go to like another universe, like another world and live out their day. Yeah. Like, Almost as if they're right. And it's really weird because it's like, are these Yehovah angels or are they like a a level higher of alien beings that are basically kidnapping these lower aliens? And I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're fully subscribed to the whole alien theory, but at the same time, what is the definition of an alien? Somebody who's not from here, right? I mean, if... If you are in a country that you don't belong in, you're an alien to that country. So, right, using that term loosely, sure. Well, I mean, it is, it is loosely. I mean, we're. I it could be. It. I don't think they're technically aliens, but they were definitely a different species, a different For being. Sure. That probably was not supposed to mingle with humans, and they did, and that's where the Nephilim came from. That's right, and they were just bad juju anyway. So ended up, so yeah, so we're just stuck in this cycle where we get right. we get bad, and then we get good again, and then we get bad, and then we get ended, and then we get restarted with a you know the great reset button, and 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 this is all according to these books. Okay, right. So it's not. I'm not, I'm, you can subscribe to it if you want. You can think and believe whatever you want. That's the great thing about being people and having noggins and brain pans. You can use that to think for yourself, take the information that's given to you, process it, research it, and decide whether or not this is something you believe in. So 
According to all of these books, these are the theories that we have come up with. These are the things that we have found out so far. And it looks like we're probably going to have to make a third part. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because I'm only halfway through this book. (laughs) Right. We can see what the last chapters say (laughs) and go on from there and hopefully give you guys a semblance of a conclusion to There Be Giants because this ain't it. There's too much information to try and fit into an hour, you know, or hour and 15 minutes. So. And we it's have- interesting because this book talks about um, – oh, what a, great. Now my mind's going blank. You've got Abram who becomes Abraham. You've got um, – there's like all these leaders of um, – like spiritual Man. leaders from – yeah, spiritual leaders from way back when, you know, Buddha style, like Buddha type people. And mm-hmm. um, like all of them were sent from the great spirit. All of them were placed on earth. Their spirits were placed here on earth to instruct humans how to better their soul. So when it comes to religion, oh, shit. not one, not one specific Sorry, one. Is may or may not be correct. So I don't know. I don't want to get into the religion thing too much because that's a hot debate and a hot topic. And you know, but really, what it comes down to, yeah, what it comes down to is these books have some crazy, like sci-fi meets the Bible stuff. And right, we're just presenting the stuff that's written. And for the record, just to kind of indicate the validity of this book, this book was around during like Moses's time, the time of Exodus from Egypt and all of that. Like, and not only that, this was a popular book. This was like what was cool and in print. Yeah, this is what you read. Like. This was story time and <laughs> story time so I, around the campfire. <laughs> right. And it was, this book is actually mentioned in the Bible, in the book of Jeremiah. So yep. like now it does, they don't go into any details about it. They literally yep. just say the name of the book and then they yep. move on. And it's just like, well, wait a minute. What's in the book? What's in the book? And like, What's so. Sorry. And so, yeah, like, <laughs> this is the book. This is that book that they were reading in biblical times. So it's really cool. We'll post it on the Discord channel so you guys can read it yourselves. Absolutely. Like, like Sooth said, this is a very dry read. This is not for, this isn't like juicy and good stuff. But I mean, great. It is juicy and it is good, but it's yeah. very dry. And the, the language is. is old old language it's like yeah my lord god and ye to thee of thine it's that kind of oh, reading so. of the wrath of grapes <laughs> sorry <Yeah. laughs> so, this is like it's one of the ye- <laughs> english kind of books so. yeah it's like it, it's way it's way there it's going to use some terminology that you're probably not familiar with so prepare to have google ready for you to hey google what does this mean you know because you're gonna have to do that a lot no google i'm not talking to you not really stop anyway um, <laughs> and so like my with these <laughs> like, you'll have terms like kravoshavi and you're like what the heck is that so you google it and then it'll lead you to another rabbit trail that goes oh wait that was a different kingdom and then 
heavens yeah. and like it just, we're, it's one rabbit hole after another after another and some rabbit holes turn into naked mole rat holes and you <laughs> like how did I get here? It's it, yeah. it's crazy. So it is we'll crazy. link it, we'll post it, and you guys can read for yourselves. I say we go ahead and take these seven comments and close out after this. How about that? That's what I was going to say. So let's, let's so what do we got here? Let's start with number one. I was about one. to say, I'm so proud of you for not having any Red Bull. And then you go go ahead and say you already filled up mm. with Red Bull. I am so sick and tired. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get you banned from Red Bull. I know. And I need to get Jesse banned from Mountain Dew. Um, uh, oh, she hit I, I need a uh, banditti from uh, uh, um, uh, Mike Forrest because it, it, I, I call him Michelle Carissus, okay? <laughs> but they're Michael Chorus, but I call him Michelle Carissus because she keep on buying stuff for Michelle Carissus when she ain't got no money but getting no Michelle Carissus. And I need to, oh, I need to ban our other friend uh, that keeps being addicted to Amazon. I need to ban everybody. I need everybody banned. Literally, just <laughs> everybody tonight. Nobody... <laughs> Throwing them all under the bus. <laughs> all under the bus. Um, I do have to say something. I uh, just cut my I just cut my finger trying to chop cheese, but um, now oh, that no, I, I sit here and think about it, I think I might have greater problems. Get it? Get it? <laughs> but dumb. Uh, I gave you all a joke. Wednesday. Wednesday. Why I say Wednesday like that? Lord, I gave y'all a joke Wednesday, but y'all didn't hear it. So, huh. Just threw that at y'all. Yay. (laughs) That was great. I appreciate the dad joke. Nice. (laughs) Love that joke. Drives Texas Roadhouse biscuits. And we don't got no water. That's right. Two hundred years of, uh, of world peace. The, like, in perspective, America is only like just under two hundred and fifty years old. Yeah. And mm. Since America was born, it's been pretty much constant conflict. Two hundred years. That's oh, a long since time. since yeah. humans have been alive, it's been conflict. I, every right? country across the globe, there has not been a single point in time that ha- that the entire planet has been at peace. I think other than those 200 years. Yeah. That was it. That's all we got. That's all we got. And during that time, amazing spiritual enlightenment where you could move stuff with your mind and know the mysteries of the universe. And I want to be alive then. I want to go back there. I want to, I want to see what it was like. No, we had to have the usurper come up and just, Destroy everything for all. <laughs> I'm shaking my fist angrily in the air right now. Napoleon <laughs> had an encounter in the in the Great Pyramid thing. Uh, so uh, sleep over in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, I, see, I would totally see, right there with me. <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat. Like, oh, so you would go into the Great Pyramid with me and have like you know bring snacks. What? And a, one million percent, because that's yes. that involves enlightenment, and I am all about that. That's the first time you've ever agreed to go on a camp out with me. I will be gung ho to go for that. It, you get the Dude. Egyptian government to let us do it. Uh, talk to Dylan. what's his face, uh, Sahi. Uh, what's his What's his name? Uh, I cannot Sahi pronounce. 
Yeah, I think so, but I can't pronounce his name correctly, so I'm not going to try because I just feel like it's going to be offensive if I do. So I'm just not going to. I'm just going to call him Egypt. I think it's uh, Sahihawas or something like that. Uh, anyway, he's not a very well. I, I don't want to speak ill about the guy, but he's he's gotten into some trouble about hiding artifacts and uh, stuff like that. So <gasps> gasp. Oh yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's trying to keep the secrets like uh, the Smithsonian. Oh. So he's on that. He's in that book. So oh, he, so he's, he's just kind of like you can't know. You're not allowed to have this. This is mine. You're not allowed to know. That's kind of cool. Look, I'm. I mean, look. I think it's. I see what he's doing and what he's trying to do, and I can understand it. But it's almost like the Vatican. It's almost like the Vatican, like right. having that, that library, which we know is there. So don't even go with me on that one because it's been proven. They have admitted it. They have all the things. Okay. Oh yeah. And it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not. We. It's knowledge for everybody. Everybody is mm-hmm. entitled to the knowledge, and that just kind of it irks me. And that's another podcast, and we're going to move on before I get grouchy. <laughs> Good afternoon to the beautiful goddesses on the panel, Telic and Soothe. I hope you two lovely souls are well. Shout out to your amazing yes, listeners. There be giants. Yes. yes. I firmly believe that That's at awesome. some point we had giants walk this earth. There Same. are too many instances that prove that. Truly prove right. that. Um, I will be listening in for a few moments, but I hope everybody has a lovely weekend. Thank you so Thank much. You. That was so, That's so awesome. very kind of you. Thank you. Very and I'm nice. glad you stayed and participated. That was awesome. I totally believe that there were giants here too. And that people are just trying to, you know, cover it up because they don't want right. to like reveal that humanity had other parts. But, you know, they, yeah. We got yeah. bamboozled. We did. We were bamboozled. <laughs> Not in a fun, spanky way either. Right <laughs> with the cycle, and now you know the idea of the aliens being involved in everything. It kind of reminds me that uh, there's a theory why we haven't seen other alien civilizations in space, or haven't really seen big, huge, groundbreaking evidence of it. Is because civilization is needed to get to a certain point in order to get there, and not a lot of people have made it to that point. And these uh, civilizations being basically reset, like we've been talking about with mm-hmm. the happens repeatedly for humanity maybe this great barrier this great the thing that we have to cross to get over to become this great interstellar whatever Mm -hmm. is that barrier that we need to cross civilization needs to get to this point and then we need to get beyond that point but whatever is that point so to speak is what keeps causing the reset we have a hard time a lot of things all combined together yeah, we're no, climbing I agree the, with we're you. climbing the hill, but we keep falling back yeah. down. So if we can we get, get sabotaged, path, right? Yeah, like, I feel like we're being sabotaged. Like there is sabotage happening right now. We're sabotaged. Like we're trying to climb out of the hole, and they keep smacking our hands, trying to get us to fall back in. Right? They just like kick us down a few notches. Like, nah, you got to stay down there. I'm not ready for you to be up here yet. You know, like somebody is trying to stay in the lead. You know what I mean? Uh Like it's a race and they're trying to stay in the lead and we just don't know we're involved in the race. We don't know we're (laughs) racing. They know we're we're racing, but we don't know. (laughs) We're on the road going, what are all these people running for? (laughs) Why is everybody running? (laughs) What are they running from? (laughs) 
<laughs> are we running, <laughs> running to somewhere or from something? I'm lost. I don't like, know. There's something. Cha- I just tell you right now, if some, if people, if a huge group of people started running and they were running past me, I'm not going to, I'm not, we running, we running together. Let's go. Uh, all right. I don't know why. I don't know where we're going, but I'm not going to stay to find out. <laughs> Let's <Right>? go. <laughs> you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not a track star, but I'm not one of those people you need to trip either. Okay. I'm not bait. So <laughs> moving on. Hey guys. Happy Friday. Hope all is well. I hear you guys are talking about <laughs> uh, some pretty cool stuff, paranormal or like, you know, mythology or uh, I guess history before history. But uh, you keep yeah. you keep alluding to the great spirit. But I'm wondering what texts uh, or what uh, series of texts have led you to believe that there is a great spirit and it's not anything more or less than a great spirit that we all sort of emanate from or originate from uh your answer would be uh quite interesting to me so i'm looking forward to it so i'll just listen back and uh hopefully we'll learn something together thanks so much guys and have a great night thank you that's a great question that is an awesome question we are reading from the uh the book of wars against yehovah which is it's literally spelled j-e-h-o-v-i-h so Based on what I know, Jehovah is plural for Jehovah. Um, now, in terms of that, this book is referencing the Great Spirit. So it doesn't put any kind of male-female context to it. It doesn't go it into does any detail. It literally just right. me. It's saying the Great Spirit and the voice. So whether it is right. some astral being that you know created the universe or mm-hmm. some true god king that resides in another parallel dimension or some other dimension mm-hmm. higher mm-hmm. dimension who knows um right. we don't really know but the the terminology of great spirit is being shown in this book so yeah. how we take that is entirely i mean it's entirely up to you um it could be a person. It could be an angel. It could be a god. Who knows? But an alien, be, an alien, right? Like it. Mm-hmm. It could literally be anything. And um, it, we don't have enough knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. for ourselves to be able to decide one way or another. I mean, yeah, yeah. We're literally Plus just we reading this. Yeah, we haven't even made it to the last. This book, these, this collection goes up to 21 and, and Kellick has only made it to 14. Like I said, I'm getting the cliff notes from her because I, I don't have an, I don't have, I've got the attention span of a gnat. Okay. <laughs> so I can't, if it's dry, you know, I can't read it. Like I cannot focus. I will not retain the knowledge. And because there are no videos on this or no audio book made of this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> She's basically my audio book for this. So I'm learning from her. She's reading it. And we're just kind of like cussing and discussing together. And, right. and I have to agree with her on this one. Um, the great spirit or the great father, as some tribes uh, from the First Nations refer to the great spirit as, or great mother, because there is no gender, there is no uh, sexual gender given um, or biological gender given, however you would like to put that. 
Um, I'm not sure how to word that correctly. Um, so I'm just going to put say all three. Pretty good. Um, so it's just, it's just referred to as the voice or the great spirit. And f- from what I am gathering so far is that this great spirit is creating things as it goes and as as it's going it creates other things from the things that it's created or has come just happened to pop up on oh hey look it's a planet this is pretty cool you know and it's just like I'm going to take over this planet and I'm going to create little things to run on this planet and do this thing. And then I'm going to create things to look over those other things and the other things and the other things. And then I'm going to leave them here to kind of the govern themselves. Of ruling. Right. And then I'm going <laughs> to, and then, well, you know, all of the little children are playing, play nice. I'll be back, you know, have a good time. Don't hurt each other. Bye-bye now. I'll be back. And he runs off to the store, or she runs off to the store, and just hasn't come back yet. So we'll find out to be continued. I mean, you know. Well, and here's the, here's the way I look at it. Like, this great spirit clearly wanted knowledge to be imparted onto humanity. And right. I say because of all these different um, paths and rights, those, those five different teachings of how to better your soul, because that's what the faithists were trying to do. They were trying to perfect the soul, and Much it wasn't like monks do, right? And this was yeah. not just a thing where, like, oh, you're you know you're a religious person, so I'm going to let you do your thing. No, these faithists, they were li- these. Stage five faithists were the ones building and creating. And mm-hmm. here, I'll actually go back to it. Let me, I want to read this because, like, they actually, um, it talks about how, like, the kings and the cities had to hire these faithists to create these megalithic structures because they were the only ones that had the knowledge to do it. So whether, and like, they didn't even believe the faithists, like the same thing as the faithists. They were just like, you know, your stuff. I need to hire you because you need to make this for me. And that's what they did. And so like, they were according to the books guys. Right. This is all according to the book. So, Yeah, like they were the ones that it says, um, and such was the wisdom of God that only faithists could receive the degrees, save the first degree, and therefore the greatest knowledge of the earth was kept in secret with the faithists. And the king's people, even the richest and most powerful, were beholden to the sons and daughters of the faithists to build a palace or a temple or an aqueduct or canal or a ship or any great affair. The kings and the king's people were obliged to employ faithists to the fifth degree or of the fifth degree to superintend the work. They were the only ones that knew how to do it. So... There was a there was a secret knowledge there that the the great spirit wanted us to have. So, you know that that does show some kind of love and benevolence that you know they cared about us. Now, who they were, who they are, where they are, and all those questions are still out there. 
but for whatever reason, they wanted us to have knowledge. And so, mm-hmm. unfortunately, those faithists were all wiped out, and that history and that science and all of that beautiful knowledge has mostly been lost. Um, the First Nations people, they still have – they've held on to some of those uh, – some of that knowledge and some of those beliefs and a lot of them will keep that they keep it very sacred and very safe and right. they don't share it with anyone like you have to I mean be for one good their- reason Oh absolutely absolutely for gr- I mean come on let's they've been through some stuff if we're going to look at history they have every mm-hmm. reason in the world <laughs> to say right? not homie it's good. And it's not just the First Nations. You know, there's also the Tibetan monks. Right. They're still they're still doing it. There's a lot of different peoples who are still holding on to traditions and religions. Um, oh, also, just today. real quick, one thing yeah. that I, I forgot to mention earlier in the podcast was that um, the Israelites were also part of this faithist group. Yeah. Just FYI. Um, so, so we have that they in there were, too. They were all over the world. And mm-hmm. who are the most, who have been the most persecuted people on the planet? The First Nation people and the Israelites. Mm-hmm. So, conspiracy? Maybe. That's Maybe. all I'm saying. There's, there's a lot of theories that go along with this. There's, so, <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of theories. And the more we read, the more, or the more Kellick reads and gives me the cliff notes, the deeper <laughs> we go. The deeper we go, the more there's more fingers, there's more spider, you know, webs to follow. There's more rabbit holes, naked mole rats. I mean, in there, everywhere. It's, it's all over. So let's, uh-huh. let's keep moving. See what we got. Minute. Hold on, Kellick, honey. I thought we were supposed to be on the same team, you know, nah. with, you know, trying to stop Sooth from uh, going ahead and, and going into <laughs> places and stuff. You mean tell me you don't go into a pyramid? Oh, absolutely. Well, after they don't dug up, like a whole bunch of sarcophagi. Oh, yeah. Are you going to go into a pyramid? Yeah. You know, but yeah, I, would. I think I'm the only one here that does not want to die. <laughs> I'm going to stay over here. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Go into your we'll little We'll put a GoPro on. And have your little snacky snacks. Go ahead. Watch yeah. y'all come out with a curse. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> for, for the I'll sake of out. spiritual enlightenment, I would do it. I volunteer as tribute. I'll wear a GoPro, man. Well, I'll let everybody watch. Speaking of campouts, have you ever gone through the Appalachian Trail? Um gone into the Appalachian Mountains. The reason why I ask, because allegedly there is like some stories. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, some hauntings or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. Some folklore. Folklore is the better terminology. Um, all around the Appalachian Mountains. Have you guys ever oh, looked into time. the historical context of the Appalachian oh, yeah. Mountains? We have, we have. If, uh, if you, and again, great questions. Um, if you, we've got this link above our head up here, the solo link, our, our cute little cartoon faces. Um, if you hit that link, it will take you to all of our things Twitter, TikToks, 
Facebook, Discord. Uh, we're on Spotify uh, iHeartRadio, and here recently we made it to Apple iTunes. Um, if you hit any of those links, you'll be able, it'll take you directly to where you need to go. And we have spoken on the Appalachians, on the trails, on what cryptids may be sharing those tunnel systems. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we call- passage we believe- to Earth. Yeah. So- uh, also, the passages to Inner Earth through some of those. Systems. Definitely check out our Inner Earth podcast because yeah, those have, we the Appalachian Mountains are one of the oldest mountain ranges in all of North America. So because of that, there is a lot of really really old stuff there. So yeah, you know we we've talked about that. We've covered it. Definitely go check that out if you can because yeah, it's pretty interesting and- stuff. Yeah, and there's other, uh, we're going to be talking about, um, and coming up in, in other podcasts, uh, future podcasts, we're going to be touching on, uh, some of the folklore up there, um, that also involves the Gula people who are in the islands out there. And I call them islands, but they're little parcels of land and a north, off the shore of North Carolina who, um, contributed huge, huge, massive amounts uh, to the Southeast and Southern culture. And they, uh, one of their things is the boo hag and the haint. So that's, that's something we're going to be talking about in uh, the future podcasts with the Appalachians and the Appalachian cultures. That is completely different. It's a, it's a, a race, uh, a culture all of its own inside of a culture. It's like little Jack in the box right. thing, you know, it's, it's amazing with that. So yeah, if, stick around. And I really do think you would enjoy that, the inner earth and the Bigfoot one that we did. Right. Cause it talks about the Appalachian mountains too. And so. on discord, we link all of the links that we use. We link those into the discord in their specific channel. So mm-hmm. that. The Discord is a great place to just go through and browse videos, browse links. If any of this yeah. stuff ever interests any of you guys, like this is that's the place to to start. You know, beyond the yeah. podcast and listening to us talk, that is where like the the meat and potatoes is. So yeah, that's where definitely that's where go we that. our links. Yeah, that's where we dump all of our links. Everything that we're learning from, we share with the people on the pod, on the not only on the podcast, but I mean on the Discord. So it's all there for you to to read, take away from, add to theories. We discuss theories. We've got there. It's a whole community of people who are are believe and and theorize and and talk about all of the the paranormal and all of that in, that it entails paranormal mythology folklore all of it's on there so um <clears throat> yeah you should do that i think you'd enjoy it yeah um i don't know who the person was that said hi to the beautiful goddesses i had walked away from my phone the phone was on speaker and i was listening from afar so i don't know who said that but i hope they're still in here so i can express (laughs) how beautiful your voice is i cannot let you end your day without you knowing that your voice is beautiful oh Oh my god that hit my heart and i'm like was that an angel Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice is beautiful, whoever that was. Um, forewarning. 
forewarning, I am a little hyper off of sugar. Had a couple of M&M's. Okay, don't judge me. Yeah, there it is. But I see that Seuss hubby is in here. Um, and I want to say hi. Hello, Jason. What's up? Hi. <laughs> oh, is Hello, he in sir. here? Mr. Person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't um, know he was in here. I want to say I consider Seuss and your family my family. So, therefore, you're automatically family. So, <laughs> I think I can speak with, uh, and, and, and say respectfully and disrespectfully that you left with 10 toes and 10 fingers. Therefore, you are required and demanded to return with said fingers and toes. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Appreciate it, Bacon. Uh, Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love you, Tina. All right, I'm gonna go. I had enough sugar for the day. <laughs> yeah, no more M and M's for you. I no more. No, eat all the M and M's you want, girl. Eat them all. I love you. The Haitians they still practice voodoo in their religion right. for exactly. centuries. Mm-hmm. Hoodoo, uh, voodoo. Um, it's all, all of that is ingrained cultural beauty to me. It's amazing. And it's, it's one of the, my passions is studying different cultures. I love culture. I love peoples, um, may not like humanity so much, which is, you know, at odds, but whatever. Um, I'm the most extroverted introvert you're ever going to (laughs) be. Um, and I'm but just a I, bookworm. Yeah, she's she's my main ancient. I I live in the past, and when I say that, I live in the ancient past because literally, I just read ancient manuscripts and try to act like I know what I'm talking about, or at least read through it, going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I I know what you're trying to say there. When really, I have no clue. I'm just going, uh huh, uh huh. Okay, uh-huh. I have to read this. That's me. Time. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about because you don't come on here with like knowledge by force. Okay. Oh my you're gosh. like a grab shoving it in my ear hole. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, okay, okay. I hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some of it. And then I'm over here, like just regurgitating whatever it is. You know, you pass on me. <laughs> Reading ancient texts is like my happy fun time. So yeah. yeah. Reading is I am that kind of person. Yeah, she is that kind of person. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am the one like I'm not. I can't even remember. I think it's the Office. That guy that comes running in all the time, and he's got like, let me explain to you all of these things and how all of these patterns make sense and they all connect to each other. And he makes that big board. I think it's the Office. I can't remember either that or Parks and Recreation. But I think it's um, Parks and Rec. Yeah, that's me. I'm that person, but I do it with like things like ghosties and and cryptids and uh, things like Ed and Lorraine Warren and and Annabelle and all of those things. I that's what I do. I I do the weird links with that. But she's the one who goes diving into the ancient past, and it's just like, hey, that's cool. But here, let me throw all this at you, and then she makes me <laughs> and I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So. <laughs> Tina, anything can kill you. We are not <laughs> promised tomorrow or the next moment. Um, so you know what, Sue? You go into that pyramid and please record it, put it on YouTube or something so we can all see what you see. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> That's amazing. I hope I'm using correct pronouns, but I like you. You're, you were fun. 
Absolutely. Yeah, Friday night, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I love that. I love the music. And Tina, someone can curse you in the grocery store. You can be cursed anywhere for anything. People are crazy these days. Hell, someone could curse you for taking the last yogurt. You don't have to go somewhere exotic and historical, ancient to be cursed. That is also true. You okay? If you come back <laughs> to our past podcast, you will see that we're going to start like a GoFundMe or something for Tina's therapy because we have traumatized <laughs> her so badly over these podcasts and given her so many things to fear. Like, I believe she's going to become like agoraphobic at some point because she's already decided she's. <laughs> with her lifetime supply of chicken nuggies so (laughs) yesterday Uh all my troubles were so far away now it looks as they stay today oh I believe in yesterday suddenly I'm not the half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Oh, yesterday came suddenly Why she had to go I don't know, she wouldn't say (laughs) I said something wrong now I live for yesterday. Oh, fabulous. I've never been serenaded before on one of our podcasts. The closest <laughs> we have come is when somebody sang a little bit of Rex Manning Day to me. So that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. I love that. Being cursed anywhere is why I'm extra nice to the gypsy-looking lady that comes through my store every now, every Tuesday. You better be. She looks like a gypsy that will curse me for looking at her funny, so I'm extra nice. You better be. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the time. Every time. Every time. Dylan, you come in contact with too many cursed objects for yourself to be like that, so don't do it. You be nice to everybody. Why would you say that? I'm not leaving the house <laughs> ever, bro. I do it. I'm not. I'm staying here forever. Nope. Nope. I'm not. Why would you say that? (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I could get cursed. (gasps) I probably have gotten cursed for taking the last pack of chicken nuggets. What if I had gotten cursed (laughs) for taking (gasps) M&M's? What if there was someone who likes chocolate a mint chocolate chip ice cream more than me and saw that I took one it of my kids and cursed me or just made a curse that whoever took the last one before they could grab it cur- <gasps> <I'm gonna laughs> no. uh, uh, I, I knew it <laughs> I knew it I called it I knew that was gonna happen <laughs> Tina Kurt where did she go she's going into the pyramid with her GoPro, <laughs> so we can all see too. That's right. Um, yeah, that's where she went, man. To the GoPro. With the, I, I just, this is how you can tell that I have had a long day because I almost said that entire thing backwards to the GoPro with the pyramid. So. <laughs> 
That's what my brain's doing today. That's where my noggin's at. We gotta build Tina like a Winchester safe house thing, just just so she can mm. be safe from all the the, the stupid weird crap. <laughs> oh, agreed. Agreed. Tina. <laughs> That's right. I am your drill sergeant right now. <clears throat> You will put on some big girl pants. You are a goddess. (laughs) Nothing can take you out except yourself. But that's not what's going to happen. You are going to rise and thrive and heal. You are not going to have PTSD from all these podcast conversations. Yes. You are in control. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Oh. No, Dylan, that is enabling her fear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, these are the best. Thank you so much for those comments, you guys. Those were amazing. Oh, oh Dylan. No, you know what, Dylan? No, you're cut off. You're cut off, Dylan. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say next. And we're just no, that's like a whole can of worms. I'm just not I'm not interested. And dipping into tonight. <laughs> You're cut off, Dylan. Muted. Grounded. No more for you. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, thank y'all so much for coming out and listening to us tonight for our Paranormal Umbrella on the second part of There Be Giants. Looks like we're going to have a third. We're definitely going to have a third part to oh, There yeah. Be Giants, for sure, because we have to find out what is what happens. We have to find out what's at the end of this book. So we will be sharing that, and it looks like uh, Kellick has homework. Not me, though. <laughs> I got Not lots me. of homework. <laughs> you got lots of homework, but I don't. Well, but I mean, I do. In my case, I have, happy fun time. Yeah, you've got the happy fun time over there. I have to study for next Wednesday for our cryptid that we have picked out. And we are going to do, I, don't, I would do a drum roll, but I can't. There Baba Yaga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're doing Baba Yaga on Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society at 8 on Wednesday night. And then we will continue. Central with- Standard Time. That's right. And then we will continue with There Be Giants Part 3. What happens at the end of the book? So, (laughs) thank y'all once again for coming out. Thank you for all of the comments, for all of the great questions we had tonight. And uh, as I said, we've got Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society on Wednesdays and every other Friday we do the Paranormal Umbrella where we discuss history, mysteries, exorcisms, paranormal, and anything in between. So check under your bed, grab the salt, and make sure you got your snuggle buddies. And thank you so much for joining us tonight. We will see y'all next week. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>